0: Breaking news now. All right, thanks, Scott Chum, and thanks to all of you. Let's go right to special counsel Jack Smith, who released his um, indictment against Donald Trump. 37 federal charges. He's speaking now. We start from the top. Just started one minute ago.
1: Good afternoon. Today, an indictment was unsealed. Charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This indictment was voted by a grand jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. And I invite everyone to read it in full, to understand the scope and the gravity of the crimes charged. The men and women of the United States intelligence community and our armed forces dedicate their lives to protecting our nation and its people. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical to the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Violations of those laws put our country at risk. Adherence to the rule of law is a bedrock principle of the Department of Justice, and our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example for the world. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. Applying those laws, collecting facts, that's what determines the outcome of an investigation. Nothing more and nothing less. The prosecutors in my office are among the most talented and experienced in the Department of Justice. They have investigated this case hewing to the highest ethical standards, and they will continue to do so as this case proceeds. It's very important for me to note that the defendants in this case must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. To that end, my office will seek a speedy trial in this matter consistent with the public interest and the rights of the accused. We very much look forward to presenting our case to a jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. In conclusion, I would like to thank the dedicated public servants of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, with whom my office is conducting this investigation, and who work tirelessly every day upholding the rule of law in our country. I'm deeply proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Thank you very much.
0: All right, that is the full statement of Jack Smith. Um, laws are critical to the safety and security of the United States, and that's our commitment. We have one set of laws that apply to everyone, he goes on to say. Nothing more, nothing less. And they use the highest ethical standards, and defendants uh, are innocent until proven guilty, look forward to presenting it to a jury, etc., etc., etc. et cetera. Let's go back to July 2016, shall we? And let's go to the former FBI director. And that would be, I'm sure, the same set of standards and and laws apply to Hillary. Let's remind everybody what uh, James Comey said that very, very important day um, when he talked about top secret classified documents that were in Hillary Clinton's possession. Never mind the 33,000 that she deleted uh, e- emails on our servers and the bleach bit to delete them, which would be called obstruction. Uh, never mind any of that. Let, let's see if what Jack Smith just said apl- is applicable to what James Comey is saying here.
2: From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time, and eight contained confidential information at the time. Although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case.
0: No reasonable prosecutor. Let's see, 30,000 emails, 110 emails, 52 email chains uh, with classified top secret information. Eight of the chains are top secret, 36 are secret, eight confidential uh, but no um, evidence of the intention of Hillary Clinton. Um, oh, okay. So I guess that that pretty much answers everything. Let me let me go to where we are today and and what this means. It is um, if you listen to that press conference and listen to everything that Jack Smith had to say. It is the exact opposite in terms of how this country treated a presidential candidate that they favored. I mean, we heard James Comey recently said it has to be only Joe Biden, only Joe Biden. Uh, so we know where his political allegiance uh, is. Uh, we learned an awful lot about the 2016 election and, and other nefarious activities. Nobody's been held accountable if we're going to, you know, again, if we're going to apply the laws and and talk about the safety of the United States do you think it's wise for the United States to be using a bought and paid for Russian disinformation dossier paid for by one candidate unverifiable um, in, in early October 2016? Comey's FBI offers a million dollars to the author of this dossier, a series of documents that cumulatively are known as the dossier. Uh, and if they could, if Christopher Steele could only corroborate the dossier he couldn't collect his million dollars, but then it shows up in not one, but four separate FISA applications, which says at the top of the application verified. Now let's see. Uh, we have one set of laws that apply to everyone. Now I wonder if I lied to a FISA court, if I would get away with it, just like James Comey got away with it three times and Sally Yates once and Rod Rosenstein once and a bunch of other people. Because I don't think that would be the case. You know, we talk about the highest ethical standards and so on and so forth. Okay, well, I'm, I'm looking at these charges. It's a 49-page indictment. It lays out 37 federal charges against Trump, including obstruction and unlawful retention of defense information for storing dozens of classified documents at his Florida resort, Mar-a-Lago, and then refusing to return them to the FBI and the National Archives. Uh, they also named in the indictment uh, a former presidential aide. I, I I have no idea who this individual is. I might have met him over the years. I have no idea. Uh, Walt Nauta, but, you know, I'm, I was not one that ever frequented at all Mar-a-Lago, except for mostly interviews. Um, anyway, who remained in his employ after Trump left office. He now faces six charges because I guess he listened to his boss and moved boxes You know, there's there's, there's this whole narrative at the beginning of this indictment that you would think that Donald Trump ordered every single solitary document to be packed. That's not how the process works. The way it works is it's chaotic, just like in the early days of the Trump administration. James Comey freely admitted that he took advantage of the chaos of the new administration to send his FBI officials over, uh, not read Miranda rights to to General Flynn. Uh, But to start the probe against him uh, for the purpose of investigating him, but not telling him that they're investigating them, taking advantage of the chaos of an early administration. Well, there's chaos at the end of administrations and there's chaos at the beginning of an administration. But I don't recall any FBI director ever taking advantage of that and denying somebody what I believe is a fundamental constitutional right. Um, You know, but. 31 of these counts or 31 of these such documents, uh, and this covers counts one through 31. There are, if you look in, in total, 37 federal charges now against Trump, one for each document, by the way, that they're specifically referring to. Uh, I guess you could look at the 110 emails with 52 email chains of Hillary Clinton. And, and that doesn't include the 33,000 that she deleted with bleach bit and then had devices destroyed with hammers. So again, but Jack Smith said we have only one set of laws that apply to everyone. Now, why does that in his very short statement? I would argue because he's very sensitive to the obvious comparisons that will be made. And that is that how Hillary was treated versus how Trump is being treated, Uh, how Joe Biden has been treated versus how Trump has been treated. Seems like if if those words really matter, you would think the same application of these things would happen because with the Biden case, they, they've never given us the full accounting of what they found at four separate locations. One is the Biden garage with his ever so prized uh, and love Corvette. Uh, the other being the Penn Biden Center at UPenn. Uh, The other one being the University of Delaware, they have papers, top secret classified information going back to the time he was a senator. And then, of course, his beach house when, you know, they told him they were going, but they gave him two weeks to go clean it out. And they still found, you know, classified documents there. Anyway, the summary is, you know, if you, you look at it, the willful retention of national defense information, that would be charges one through 31 each individual count. Uh, The investigation uh, conspiracy to obstruct justice, how the president and his aide, along with others, are are charged with conspiring to keep those documents from the grand jury, uh, withholding a document or a record. And they're accused of misleading one of their attorneys by moving boxes or classified documents so the attorney could not find or introduce them to the grand jury uh, or corruptly concealing a document. Uh, or record pertaining to the president and his aides' alleged attempts to hide the boxes of classified documents from the attorney, concealing a document in a federal investigation, accusing uh, they are accused of hiding Trump's continued possession of these documents at Mar-a-Lago uh, from the FBI and and causing a false certificate to be submitted to the FBI, a scheme to conceal. That's an allegation. That the president and his aide hid Trump's continued possession of these materials from the FBI and the grand jury, and false statements and representations. I mean, they just go on and on. They just piled on every single solitary thing that they could pile on here. You know, um, beyond the 31 individual charges of documents, which is what this is. I mean, it becomes very redundant, very repetitive when you actually look at the the indictment. You know, it says, "Okay, top secret." You know, not for foreign uh, uh, national special handling. You know, one document uh, after another that is is listed. That was the 31 of the 37 counts. So it sounds like a lot more, but each individual count carries a significant penalty. Now they also are claiming that they have audio tapes of Donald Trump acknowledging that he had not at at one point said that uh, that he did at one point recognize that I could have declassified something as president. I didn't, therefore I can't share it. But then claiming that he shared it with people that were around him, what that is, I don't know. I mean, these are things that we'll, we'll find out in the days and, and weeks ahead. Um, anyway, so let me go over Jack Smith's statement in a little more detail and specificity here. Because I think it's important to know the indictment unsealed, Donald Trump, uh, grand jury, et cetera, et cetera. I invite everyone to read it in full, understand the scope, gravity of the crimes. Many women of the United States intelligence community are armed forces. They dedicate their lives to protecting the nation and its people Our laws that protect national defense information. They are critical to the safety and security of the United States. They must be enforced. Were they enforced on Hillary Clinton? I asked that question because he further goes on to say that our laws, our set of laws, apply to everyone. And I'll get to that in a second. He says our laws protect national defense information that are critical to our safety and security. Violation of those laws put our country at risk. Adherence to the rule of laws, a bedrock principle of our Department of Justice, in our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example to the world. One set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. No, they don't. That is a false statement. Applying those laws, collecting facts, and that is what determines the outcome of an investigation. Nothing more, nothing less. My prosecutors are among the most talented, experienced in the Department of Justice, blah, blah blah. The only difference is, is they don't apply these laws equally. Anyway, 941 Sean. We'll get our legal analysis. Uh, we'll get to your calls today. We got We got a lot of ground to cover in the course of this program, the media mob, their coverage of all this. Hannity Tonight, nine Eastern on the Fox News channel. By the way, if you have not made the switch away from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, now is the time. You'll get the same 5G network, the same cell towers, average families for the same coverage, saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families saving more. At Pure Talk, right now you can get unlimited talk, unlimited text, ultra-fast 5G data, and it's only 20 bucks a month. And that's for the exact same service. How do you change service? It's simple. Dial pound 250, say the keyword, Save now. And then you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of data for just 20 bucks a month. That's their special going on now. Their U.S. Uh, customer service team, they're amazing. They'll make the switching simple, easy, and fast. Just pick up your phone right now. Save money for the exact same service. Dial pound 250. Save the keyword. Save now. Unlimited talk. Unlimited text. Plenty of 5G data. 20 bucks a month from our friends at Pure Talk.